0: Live from fabulous Las Vegas, or, you know, my hotel room near the arena in Las Vegas. Let's talk about Christian Brown not talking enough. We'll talk about the player that I told Nuggets Management they needed to add immediately. And a look around at who else has been talking and making some news and noise here at Summer League. Plus, Bruce Brown gets introduced. All that and more on Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily ever-nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day here on the weekend, part of your weekend. Thanks for joining us uh, on a Saturday night. Thanks so much for all the support. If you guys want to support the show, the best way for you to do so is to join the YouTube channel where you get to join folks like Kelvin, who says, let's go, Uh, and Tomy, who's here in the chat, as well as Hurricane, who continues to just make me uh, severely embarrassed and blushing constantly. Uh, and Derek, don't want shouts at Derek. Derek also says less Lego. So, good times there. On today's show, we will talk about uh, reviews from me on the Nuggets' first summer league game. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, uh, Ishmael Kamagate, das Arms. Look at all those guys. Kind of what they said. Bruce Brown spoke game. I'll give you my impressions on them, and we'll get into a little bit of what I've seen here in Vegas and what people are talking about as far as the Nuggets go here at Las Vegas Summer League. Again, thanks for making this part of your day and your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including the old YouTubes. Uh, No Adamaras tonight, so hopefully my internet holds up here from the Virgin Hotel uh, near Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. Uh let's start here. The Nuggets lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves in game one of the Summer League. The end results do not matter. Like dude no one cares. It does it does not matter. Um uh, winning, losing does not matter. And it's really funny because like we talked to Ryan Bowen, coach of the Nuggets Summer League team after the game, and the coaches are always kind of focused on like team performance, because like that's their entire life, right? It's like winning and losing games. And you have to have some sort of structure. So you're kind of focused on these things, and then the player development crew and the front office are very much And the head coaches as well are very much in line with the players as far as, like, hey, this is what we want to see from you. This is what we don't want to see from you. Um, My first takeaway is that uh, Christian Brown looked great. Uh, He looked like he belonged. Like, that was just, like, very apparent early on was that Christian Brown looked like he belonged in that game. Um, There are guys in Summer League that you will see that you're just, like, they don't really know where they're supposed to be. And they look a little uncomfortable and they look a little nervous. And Christian Brown looked like a professional basketball player, ready to play at a high level, and that's no surprise coming out of Kansas, right? Like he's been there and he's done it, and he understands, um, like he understands high level basketball. There's no like learning curve for him for getting him adjusted to this kind of spot. He was ready to go. I was genuinely surprised that Christian Brown did not. I was kind of disappointed that Christian Brown did not talk more. <laughs> like I was very very excited for Christian Brown to to just like. You know, be jawing at everybody, but he was actually not that way at all. And what was really, I thought, the biggest takeaway I had for him was how patient he was. Is that Brown, if you're the, the top draft pick on the team, even if you're, you know, 21, there's, there's always kind of a tendency to be like, it's my show, right? If you're going to get looks, and he got a lot of looks on the wing, and he wasn't just firing them up. Like, there's no punishment for you here for shot selection, That that comes later in summer league. That's that's not how it goes, and so that's why the guards are always just like absolutely jacking up shots here constantly. And so I thought that Christian Brown really did a good job at being patient. He moved the ball very well. Like I, I, he wasn't just like he wasn't catching and ball stopping. Like he was able to move stuff on defense. You can see that physicality, the athleticism. Really showed on the interior. It's um, going to be great. I don't worry about it. Like Jabari Smith went like 6 of 16 tonight or something in the Rockets game. And I'm no one's worried about it because they're just like, Jabari Smith can shoot. Like, Christian Brown can shoot. We know that. We know that Christian Brown can shoot. So I'm not worried about that at all. Um, I would give Christian Brown for his debut a solid B+. Like, wasn't like amazing. Wasn't like, oh, wow, Like maybe they have a steal here. Just looks like. But I will say, one of the things that I kind of realized in this game was, you know, Okay, Brown looks like he in the summer league, right? But I feel like I do have a pretty good idea for when guys are maybe not going to like be ready. And like Christian Brown may not be great in the NBA, but he can play. Like you can keep on you can put him on the floor. He might be really good. And what that means though is like the Nuggets suddenly have all these wings after years of like the small forward position being a real weak spot, the wing being a real weak spot. You know, it's KCP, and it's Bruce Brown, and it's Michael Porter Jr., and it's Aaron Gordon, uh, and it's Davon Reed, and it's Christian Brown. Like They have all these guys now. They have depth there, and that's really important because um, that's how it goes. Um, Oso says, "Mass travel camera is better than home. No, I have this vanity mirror in front of me. And so that's why. Versus which I have set on, in like, a, I'm having some some problems on the home lights. But thanks for making me worry about that. Oh, so I'll make sure I fix that when I get home. Um, so I was really impressed with Christian Brown. Thought he did a really good job. Peyton Watson. Okay, look, we talked about on the show coming in about setting the bar as low as possible for Peyton. Was like, let's set it as lo- like if he is not an abject disaster, it's a win. And he's probably gonna be an abject disaster. He was mostly an abject disaster. Um, particularly I think the concern is that Peyton Watson was very much billed as like a high level defender. That like, you know what, even if the offense is light years away, he is still gonna be able to be impactful defensively. And he was real sheepish. He was he was lambish. You know, I think that Sunday's game is gonna be important for him to come out with a little bit more aggression. Like Jabari Smith looked really like this, these are two very different players in terms of where their careers are at. But like Jabari, I actually thought was like really hesitant in game one. Like I was very concerned because I was just like, man, he wasn't aggressive in game two. He was much more aggressive. He settled in. So maybe that's what happens with Peyton. The hot, the upside for Peyton Watson really genuinely is that I saw two really high level defensive or passes from him. He had a lob and he had a an underneath drive for a kick out, and both those were really high level. I'm less worried about like him with the ball just in terms of like handling pressure and dribbling and like driving with the ball as i kind of thought it would be he didn't look like didn't know how to like handle right but whenever there was a, a decision that he needed to make to avoid an offensive foul he failed almost every situation so that to me is like a concern that he offensively you know, it's like, okay, if, if they don't bring pressure on you, you can, if they bring soft pressure on you, you can make a good pass. That's good. Here about the three. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, but you really kind of want to see something in terms of being able to just not have it be a turnover. And there were turnovers late. That was an issue. We knew that this was going to be the case, right? We knew that Peyton Watson having not played at UCLA was, was going to be this way. I I will just tell you that, like, moving a 2027 right now, like, I have not been convinced by Summer League that, like, oh, yeah, that definitely seems like I can kind of get behind that decision. I'm still like, mm, I think maybe that was a, a mistake of managing what they needed to. I still am always going to wonder kind of what their plan was with the two picks. Um, Hurricane puts us well, actually. Disaster but not abject disaster. That's a good way to put it. Like, it could have been a lot worse. I've seen guys that, like, didn't get there. Omar is, of course, defending. Uh, Disaster. Didn't get a normal senior year in high school and only 400 minutes in college. Outside of the turnovers, I think he played well. Look, I'm not going to judge him based off of his own career path. I'm judging him based off of, like, being a contributing member for the Denver Nuggets, Omar. Like, that's where I'm at, okay? Like, careers are long. Peyton can go play overseas for a couple of years and come back and be extremely good. He can spend two years in the G League and come back and be really good. I am telling you about, like, where he is at in terms of being a contributing player for the Denver Nuggets right now. And he was not drafted to be that. Okay? But I'm also not going to sit here and act like it's totally fine if you have all these turnovers and look uncertain and are having defensive issues. Let me put it this way. Uh, here, okay, because Sean says this. Sean says, yeah, he was about what I expected offensively. Okay. So, here's what I would say. We expected him to be bad offensively, and he was bad offensively. That's the best way to put this. Like, was he a disaster against expectations? No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say he was a disaster against expectations. Was he overall, like, was it, like, were there a lot of, like, woof? Yeah. And, like, I'll also tell you this isn't just – you can be inside the Nuggets universe, but, like, everyone around the league is like, what was the – Peyton Watson? There are a lot lot of questions about that around summer league, and that's okay. You know the Nuggets have their guy and they believe in him, and it'll 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 work on whatever scale that they want. Ah, We'll see what happens in G League, and and look in a year he may be in a totally different place. It may just be a thing where it's like a year of good work pays off. But um, I think especially the biggest defense. Is not where in game one, maybe he comes out tomorrow as a terror, right? But game one, I would say that Peyton Watson was not as bad as it could have been offensively and definitely not as good defensively as you might have hoped. So that's where I'm at. The big takeaway though was a player that I immediately told the Nuggets I was like, you guys need to get the two way on this guy immediately and and they laughed at me and said thanks sports writer appreciate your input um i'll tell you who that player is when we come back on On nuggets but first i want to tell you about rock auto you know with the ever increasing number of makes and models it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock the parts that you need so why wait and endure countless questions and all the problems with stocking when you can just get what you want at rockauto.com i picked up wiper blades for my cars at rock auto they were delivered in good time got them on Got exactly the parts that I needed at Rock Auto and got it for a much better price than I was going to get at an auto parts store. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 20- Years, You can explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right? locked on in their How'd You Here Bass box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We're also brought to you today by Truebill. Do you know why free trials re- renew without your consent? It's a business scam to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. It's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions. subscriptions. Subscriptions you don't want, need, or simply forgot about. On average, people pay up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. Your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill's got over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million, like Matthew B, who says he saved $660 for the year on his direct TV bill, $120 on a SiriusXM, XM, and $840 on his car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash locked on Go right now. Truebill.com slash locked on it could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. We'll be right back on Locked On Nuggets. Back here on Locked On Nuggets, thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Appreciate you guys joining us on us late on a Saturday night. Uh chats bumping as always. Glad to have it with you. We'll be back on Monday. I travel on Monday. I think we'll do a show. We'll probably do a show on Monday. Either that, we'll get one tomorrow night uh, to get back on it. Um, boy, Oso is is feisty in the chat today. What's going on with Matt's advice to the front office? Um, it was more of just like a... I'll, I'll put it this way. like, They don't need my advice, right? But th- front offices are very often like, what do you think? They like to know what we think about things even if they're never going to take our advice because they have access to like way more information than we do and and knowledge. But what I will tell you is that the one thing that I do think came out of the Summer League Game 1 that I was most impressed with and thought should actually make an impact, and I don't think it's gonna happen, but I do think so, is the Nuggets should absolutely get Ishmael Kamagate over from Europe immediately. And they should get him on a two-way and they should get him signed and he should be the backup center right now. Uh, Look, it's not about like Summer League okay and the stat line like wasn't insane kamagate to me looks like exactly what the nuggets need it's exactly what the nuggets need and honestly it wasn't just the size and physicality although like when kamagate got on the floor the Nuggets side of media was like burbling we were like holy god he's a monster like he just there are dudes at summer league that absolutely you're just like he is a beast palo banquero by the way is such a player that everyone's like god he's huge like you know, everyone kind of thought of Paolo as a very like finesse guy, and we're like, he's a freaking tank. Uh, Kane Lofton, same thing. Um, so, 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 uh, Kamagate, I think, is absolutely a player that, like, I was very impressed with his size, athleticism, and instincts. So, with bigs, usually, you'll see some guys in some League that are mo- they're huge, and you'll just be like, ooh, and you'll get very excited because you're like, ooh, look at the size and the athleticism. And then you watch them play basketball and you're like, okay, I see why they're at summer league. This makes sense. And with Kamigate, I genuinely was like, no, there's something here. So I like the backside rim protection. I like the rebounding effort. But honestly, one of the things was I liked his passing. Uh, Kamigate was careful with the ball. He was not reckless. He wasn't like scattered and losing things. He had a couple of plays where he lost the ball or got stripped or had issues interior defense that's normal for summer league but like I just kept thinking man if they ran if they were running like Christian Brown Kamigate DHOs which you're not going to do a lot in summer league but if you were to do that I was like man that would actually be like a really good combo uh he looks exactly like what you would want for the backup center position size physicality a little bit of passing smart guy There was just, like, a lot um, that I liked out of him. Uh, Faya says this. He says, uh, Kamigate looked more polished than I expected. Same here. I was expecting him to be very raw, and that was, like, really stood out to me. So, um, for me, I I think that there's really something there. Look, the the odds are they're going to stash him. This is – I heard that Kamigate was, like, a drafted stash guy for years. So, this may not even be a decision – the nuggets can make. Like Kamangate and his agent may be like, no no no, he wants to spend another year in Europe. That may that may be how it is. Like they just maybe he wants to uh handle that. It may be a financial thing. Like uh, these things are often complicated and there's dynamics with these players that you don't know about. So uh I think it's po- you know I don't expect them to do this. Especially because Dempsey reported today that arms and um Grady are getting the exhibit tens and they'll be on the team's training camp roster with a chance to earn that second two-way contract, right? So like that's where you look at maybe the ability for these, those guys are maybe who they're looking for and that's fine. I'm just telling you that I'm very excited about Kamigate's like potential as a backup center, especially given that, hmm, uh, neither... We, the media, nor y'all, the fans, seem real excited about the idea of DeAndre Jordan. Uh, what's the word? Playing ever. So, you know, and I'll, I've said this before like, I've talked about this. Singers talked about this. Everyone that's like plugged in to any degree, and Mike's obviously more plugged in than I am, but anybody who's plugged in knows that, um, The Nuggets did not sign DeAndre Jordan to be, like, the backup center. But I have real concerns about having Zeke or Chanchar play backup five. I just – I am real concerned about it. I just don't – I don't know if that's going to work. And if you're back at where we were last year – you know, and look, I will kind of maintain that I think J-Mike at small ball five works if you have a different guard – if it's Ish Smith and J Mike, that probably isn't a minus seventy five, right? It's a little bit better, so it's probably okay. But I just thought that Kamagate really showed a lot, um, and I was very impressed with him. He was the guy that was most surprising to me uh, on the roster, as far as like a, oh, like he can can really he could he can play and he can do so right now um adonis arms was interesting because he he reminded me a little bit of like he's got he's he's a tank but he's also got like a lot of positional flexibility he's real strong I, i like the idea of him on inverted pick and rolls and things like that with him moving liked a lot of those kind of combinations um this is the Isaiah says that they're bringing back Boogie. I mean, I don't know what, they don't have a roster spot. He's not taking a two way. So that's, that's not a thing. Um, so I don't know what that's going to do. Uh, the biggest differential, you should listen to all the other pods, like go listen to DMVR and go listen to Mike's and go listen to all the other nuggets pods for these other takes on Colin Gillespie. I was lower on him than everybody else was. Everybody else was like, like he was just solid. Like he got the offense organized and, um, you know, they were really pressuring him and he just made sure that things were, were organized and fluid. I just really wasn't impressed. Uh, I didn't think that he necessarily was able to attack aggressively. It, it was one of the things where he was able to get, he was able to get first penetration into the paint and then kickstart the offense a little bit. But one of the problems is that like a lot of guys can get two steps on a guy but they can't handle any rotational pressure, and so they kick it too early. and that makes it a little bit easier. you're you're talking about shorter rotations. I saw a lot of that from Gillespie, and you know, the shooting wasn't incredible. So there's kind of like all of these things that kind of combine here. I just wasn't as high on on Gillespie. I'm open to being wrong, right? because like um, wind was saying he was like, he reminds me a little bit of Monte just in terms of being like a steady force. Uh, Nino says, where's Adam? Okay, thanks Nino. Um, But Adam is not available tonight. He has other things going on in the city of Las Vegas. He'll be back with you on Monday's show. Uh, Lots of Adam solo, by the way, coming up. Because I'm going to be on vacation a week from Monday. So you'll get your Adam fill. Uh, So anyway, um, I wind up not being as high on Gillespie. Also, so TJ McBride front of the show was very high on Kellen Grady I had some stuff late I wasn't apparently the nuggets liked him because they offered him the the tent the um, the, the camp invite so we'll see how he looks tomorrow the thing is like again these are like first game impressions I may come back on Monday and be like oh, you know, like, Peyton really had, like, a much better game, too, and that was, like, really solid, and, oh, Kamagate really kind of struggled in game two and didn't rebound or whatever it was. So there's all of these things um, that's happening that we can, like, look back on. I'm just giving you, like, my first impressions on what the Nuggets summer league team was. I will say that for a team that lost to the to the Wolves, mostly because Josh Minot went nuts, um, and they don't necessarily have, like, top-level talent, Right. I was impressed by how Ryan Bowen had the team looking. Like, the Nugget Summer League team actually looked pretty decent. Uh, it was a competitive game. They had a chance to win late, and the Wolves put them away with Minot. But, like, a lot of it was defense and turnovers. Hey, there's a familiar trend. But in general, I think there's I, I think there's a lot to be positive about, actually, in terms of looking at the pipeline of the guys that the Nuggets are bringing in and especially I think it's going to be good for the Gold. I think the Gold's going to have a pretty good team this year. If I'm looking at the guys that they're likely to bring in, I think the I think the Grand Rapids Gold is going to be pretty good. Uh, at least in terms of of the talent that they're going to bring over from Denver, and that's good because you want the team to have a level of high competition that seems more primed in to being synergistic with the main club. Okay. So let's take a break. We'll come back. And I want to tell you about some other things I've seen at Summer League. Just general things I've heard, seen, etc. We'll talk about all that and more when we come back on Locked on Nuggets. But first, it's a time, you guys. It's a time. It's Built Bar time. All right. So from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar. But guess what? They've given it the puffs treatment. That's right. Coconut Brownie Chunk Bilt Bar flavor you love and a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut bread Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. They're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best bar about Puffs, of course, is that they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat when you got a craving. You need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they're an excellent source of protein. Go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. We're also brought to you today by Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can bet on the old Summer League, you can bet on Major League Baseball, you can get set for NFL season. I'm starting to put in my division bets for the NFL season, trying to figure out whether or not I can talk myself into the Lions being better than the Vikings. I should not do this, but I'm probably going to do it. Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. They've got coverage of stuff like MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We'll be right back on Locked on Nuggets. Back here on Locked on Nuggets, thanks for for making this part of your day and your first listen each and every day. Make sure to check out Locked on NBA. You got me on Tuesdays with David Ramil from Locked on Heat, and you got Adam on Fridays with Wes Goldberg. So lots of good stuff uh, throughout the week on Locked on NBA. So some other things that we saw at Summer League. Uh, The big takeaway, honestly, is that so Jamal's out here. Jamal is practicing with the summer league team. Jamal, according to Rybo, Harrison reported this that um, he looks better than he did in Denver. He's been absolutely killing it. Uh, MPJ is out here with a freshly set of frosted tips. Just got the whole blonde thing going. Sat with Trey. That was that was what he did at the game. It was really funny because it was like Bones and Malone and Bruce Brown. And then like a couple of seats, and Mike Miller, They've agent and former Nugget. And then Trey and MPJ. Uh, MPJ said on MPA TV that he's he feels 100%. That's great to hear. Um, oh, uh, somebody I forgot to mention when we were doing this, John, Jonte Porter. I know that the injuries are an issue. Probably never going to be healthy, but God, Jonte Porter looked great. Jonte Porter looks so good. That kid's so talented. Sucks so hard that he's body... Just has not been there for him, Jontay, Not MPJ. It works for both. So, um, yeah, uh, Jonte was really great. It's great to see. I, I, it was cool because Jamal was like in the pre-game huddle with the summer league team. After everything that went on this year, I would not mind it if Jamal was like, "I'm going, I'm going on my own. I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna seclude myself." and I'm just going to like or LA wherever like he chooses to live now cuz you know he has that money and stay away and then I come back in and get my mind right and it like it it seems like Jamal is in a totally different place than he was in April like a completely different place than he was in April. He was engaged in the in the pregame huddle, like really getting up into guys, talking with all the players. It's really cool to see Bones embracing this role too. Like Bones is super active talking to guys talking to malone everywhere like you can tell that that mo that bones wants to be in there uh omar says that jante was not great okay omar well i thought he looked really good uh so it's really cool to see bones embracing this role like bones doesn't just want to be like a guy on roster making money like bones wants to be part of the team like he wants to be involved and i'll tell you like the vibe is very much here it's a really strong it's really strong not everybody is out here with these teams like this guys like this is not common i've been doing it a while and teams that usually have guys that are bought in this much it's a really good sign of how much energy there is coming into the season how much of an investment there is in the team and the vibe of where guys are at, like there's a re- like, it, it, things have really picked up. They just they really have. So that was really cool. We got to talk to Bruce Brown after um, after the game. We we got our first press conference with Bruce Brown. He in the <laughs> very much the bowels of um, Thomas and Mack Center uh, down where they do media over in Cox Pavilion and. You know, short, short little media session. But look, the things that here's were the things that were apparent from Bruce Brown. Jeff Green was a big part of the recruitment. Um, that was like the biggest thing. I think honestly, was like Jeff Green was like, "You got to come to Denver." Uh, Bruce Brown, I think, realizes is a very smart player and realized very clearly how Jokic could do for him that his game fits with Denver that like what Bruce Brown does is how Denver plays. Not that Denver can help him or that he's going to get minutes or touches or whatever, but that like this was the type of play that the Nuggets play the type of style that he want that Bruce Brown wants to play. And that's a really great sign. So it, I mean, everything's a green light there so um, Bruce Brown is exactly like again very short media session Um, Harrison asked him if he turned down money because there was a report on that he was like we'll leave that speculation (laughs) just smart on his part Um, Bones has been talking to him a lot like Bones has been again like he's been the one that's been communicating with him he's talked with Jamal a little bit and Malone was like picking his brain on how to guard Boston that's what they were working on was like how to guard Boston. That was their not for like a potential finals or anything, just like Malone was just picking his brain to understand him as a as a defender. So, it, it's going to be a, again, this has started off really well from the perspective of how this relationship is is going. It doesn't seem like Brown was like perturbed by his free agency. It definitely seems like he saw the upside of what he can do in Denver and that's really great. Rob doesn't work, then we blame Jeff Green. Then yes, I, w- I would tell you this. Um, is at this point that I will bring this up to you, and I'm going to tell you that I have not. I have not asked the Denver Nuggets about this, and I probably won't, just because there's nothing they're going to be. A- they would be able to tell me, and they would most likely just tell me I'm ridiculous. I I can't help but mention this. Okay. The Nuggets signed Jeff Green last year, former net. Okay. Jeff Green recruits Bruce Brown. And DeAndre Jordan, former net. They draft Peyton Watson. Do you guys know who uh, Peyton Watson's mentor since he was 12 is? It's Kevin Durant. I personally do not think they will even be able to get a phone call, right? I personally do not think that this happens. I am simply saying, like, there's a whole lot of, like, that's all. This is speculative. I'm broadcasting to you this is speculative, but it's really interesting for me to, for me to look at um, from the perspective of the, the tapestry is very – let me put it this way. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of connections for a team that probably is not going to end up with Kevin Durant. So that's what I would say. Um, what else? So the Nuggets of Play, again, <laughs> Brett says don't do this to me, Matt. Do not get your hopes up. Again, I have not talked to the front office. I am not reporting that there is interest. It's not going to happen. You probably don't want it to happen. I am just telling you. It's weird. Um, The big things I think to look out for tomorrow is, can Brown hit some shots? Does Brown chirp a little bit more? I I do want to see the Christian Brown chirping exercise. Can Kamigate follow up that performance? Can Peyton Watson maybe maybe ease in a little bit more, especially on the defensive end? I think you want to see Peyton Watson settle down a little bit on the defensive end. Um, can Donna's Arms follow that up? Can um, Can Omar be happy with literally anything? That's like a good question I think to ask um, when we're looking at this. And yeah, around the league, some things real quick before we get out of here. Uh, Hurricane asked, where's the Aiden situation at? So today came and went and the Pacers did not extend the qualifying offer or the, extend the offer for him. Everybody thought that it was happening today. I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but the fact that that did not occur was notable because a lot of people here were like as soon as the brogdon trade goes through then that will happen and that just didn't happen today for whatever reason um i will tell you that from the rookies that i've seen palo is amazing he's been awesome he's been so good He's been really great. I got to see Jaden Ivey for like forty-five seconds before he hurt his ankle. I was so mad. It's so fast. So fast. Guys, got that Pistons team is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, and then the other news kind of, that has been bouncing around some really just a lot of shock at Tim Conley's Go Bear offer. There's just like a lot of a lot of shock. Because it nuked the market so much because now it's like, okay, well, if, if Rudy Gobert gets four picks and two swaps, does KD get every pick until the end of time? Does, does Kevin Durant require every single draft pick that you and, and your bloodline for three generations will offer? So that's all that. Uh, Sweaty is here late and says, what do you think of Kamagate? Listen to the show. I have lots to say on him. You have to catch it on the YouTube or in the podcast form, which he'll be up on as well. Love you guys for staying up with me on a Saturday night and hanging out with me uh, here on Locked On Nuggets. We'll be back on, let's see. I will try. I will try. I will try and get us to do a show tomorrow after the game. I don't know if I can make it happen. I might be able to get in on Monday. We might do our usual time Monday. I would look out for Monday our usual time. That seems like something we can maybe make happen. And then shows all throughout next week. Adam and I are both headed back. Uh, early next week so we'll have coverage for you from the rest of the Nuggets Summer League and getting you set for off season. and we'll start doing uh, various shows to try and get us through the long months of August and September and then guess what it'll be time again it'll be basketball time again so there you go thanks for joining us guys hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you guys again next time on Locked on Nuggets